0: hi thanks for coming hey girl thanks for coming oh,
1: <laughs> all right hello everyone and thanks for coming my name is seth what's yours hi jamal's here hello it's stony Hey, everybody. Welcome to our special Thanksgiving special. <laughs> We're back in America now after our stint in the UK, and we are just so ready to talk about everything Thanksgiving. Of course, you know, we like to spend Thanksgiving with our friends and family. Yeah. So this year we have special guest the will jameson
2: hi oh my gosh
1: welcome to our little show
2: thank you for having me (laughs) i'm truly truly blessed (laughs) <laughs> truly thanks living <laughs> oh, <no.
1: laughs> yes girl so we are ready to talk about everything thanksgiving we are going to also have a brief conversation about lgbt media that we are thankful for uh sticking on the thanksgiving theme and this was picked by will so thank you for for giving us a topic this year
2: you are so welcome i am always done to talk about Whatever queer media, no matter how niche it is.
1: What a good topic, <laughs> yes. too. I'm excited. Yes. So before we get into that, well, I wanted to start because maybe everyone doesn't know who Will Jameson is, but they need to know who the Will Jameson is. Surely. Yes, so please. do you want to explain a little bit or like introduce who you are and, and tell us a little bit about yourself? Surely
2: everyone should. Um. Yeah, totally. So uh, <laughs> I am the Will Jameson. I am an illustrator and cartoonist, I'm based in St. Louis. And so it, you can definitely tell from my social media and website, my work tends to be very focused on queer inclusion, exploring gender. And you may just possibly know me from my work designing the logo for this very podcast.
3: That's right, two Snap. logos. Snap.
2: Yes, it's been it's been two now. It's been quite a journey. And I first, I really wanted to thank you all for commissioning me to to work on this new updated logo. And so a little context, like during the time that I was working on this logo with you all, I just graduated college, back home with my family for the summer, applying to jobs, waiting to hear from jobs, not hearing from jobs. Um, and this <laughs> opportunity came at such a great time. It was the perfect thing to kind of like channel my focus into rather than waiting uh, waiting and staring at my inbox.
1: <laughs> oh, very cool. Please I'm so like glad me. To help.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right oh my gosh were we
1: um were we good customers is that what you would call our com- yeah commissionees?
2: Patrons. we could say yeah sure um you guys were great to work with yeah i have i've worked with uh some divas in art school there there can be some divas in art school but um you guys were wonderful uh-huh. okay awesome. good i was worried
1: we were being too diva i'm like i'm like the kind of person where i'm just like oh yeah that's like great like i I mean, like, I, I was just like, I kind of didn't know what, like, to go for, and, and Jamal and Stoney were, like, really helpful, and, like, well, I, and especially Stony, he was sending a lot of, like, good ideas, and I was like, oh, yeah, I like that, and then he would send something else. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool, too. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> if you listeners could only see the group text, like, it's just, like, Stoney's sending pictures, I'm sending, like, essays about what it should look <laughs> like. It's, we got there, y'all. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. No, but you guys always it have worked. great feedback back you knew exactly what to how to to talk about it it was great it really dreamed people to work with
1: awesome and you guys can also commission Will too if you guys are a podcast or Mm -hmm. if you need like uh, an illustration for maybe like an advertisement of an event or whatever you want just for funsies yeah
2: I'm not exclusive to this podcast I I will draw draw your logo your poster your illustration your comic whatever the case may be
3: (laughs) where can they find um, where can they contact you
2: yes so you can find me on both Instagram and Twitter at the Will Jameson, all one word, lowercase, and uh, at my website, www.willjamesonart.com I yes.
1: like it. Make sure to check him out, you
3: guys. Business Support. Woman.
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: yes, we'll put it in the show notes as well, so look for that. Thank
2: you. And I do kind of want to quickly say i get the whole like the moniker from uh jeffrey marsh the uh, gender fluid activist um, oh, I love I their work. they are at, I love on them. social media they're on at the jeffrey marsh and i remember watching their videos and thinking you know what i could totally like take this space out for myself as a queer person and like really kind of champion myself <laughs> on social media so i'm like yeah the hell yeah will jameson i do believe there is another will jameson out there who is like a blues <sighs> musician so, like, oh,
0: yeah, the, no. the
2: reason I can't have willjameson.com is because this bitch already took it. So, like,
1: <laughs> no. it's fine.
2: No. It's fine.
1: <laughs> if you need to send a cease and desist, we'll hook you up with our lawyers. Oh, Just perfect. Just let us know. We got you, girl. Perfect.
3: We can totally argue a bad round of <laughs> musical chairs. It's
2: now, it's now, like, my life's mission to get my search results higher than his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is a competition. <laughs>
1: i'm here for it. oh my gosh yeah so you know on thanksgiving if you guys listened to our podcast last year you kind of got a lot of ideas of what you know me jamal and stoney do for thanksgiving but since we have will with us this year we were wondering what is your typical thanksgiving experience like and what kind of foods do you look forward to at your thanksgiving meal
2: oh my gosh yeah so um it's super chill i'm so thankful for how chill it is it's usually just me and my immediate family like mom stepdad younger sister because we the, a lot of extended family they're a lot they're they're kind of insane and it's <laughs> i'm so glad I hear you my my family does not have to put us through all of that but um it's super nice uh-huh. i usually help with the cooking we always make too much food my mom makes this really <laughs> good corn pudding that like if i had to only pick one food to eat for the rest of my life it would be in the running I don't know if it would be the food, but it would be in the running. Wow! Um, oh, yeah, okay. Totally, a lot of good like sweet potatoes, turkey, gravy, all the fixings. Uh, um. Yes! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and I'm I'm from uh, Kentucky, so we got we got a lot of good like southern home-style cooking going on.
3: Oh, you got that oh, hearty nice. food! Oh my, oh, my, god, my goodness!
2: Yes. It was. I think one year uh, I came home from college. We didn't even have a, a turkey. We like deep fried chicken tenders. <laughs> And it was oh, so much know. fun. <laughs> Listen, I can Play appreciate girl. that. Oh, no, this, just... is, this is the gay chicken. It was perfect.
1: <laughs>
2: Title of the what episode, the Ken... gay chicken.
0: <laughs> yes. What part of Kentucky um, are you from?
2: Yeah, so I'm from Lexington. It's like the central Kentucky area. Oh, okay. Um,
3: oh, I've been there. Really?
2: Oh, nice. Usually people yeah. haven't ever heard of it.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was for a, um, a Psy... Um, district event actually um seth
2: oh nice our our, our our fraternity fraternity. oh my gosh that's awesome i um, i
0: grew up in like southern indiana like near evansville indiana so like i'm well aware of like southern kentucky (laughs) realness
2: (laughs) right oh my god it is according to my hometown it is the horse capital of the world i i don't think anyone can dispute that because like how could you it's like a global thing
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's actually, I might need to find it for the Instagram. There's actually an epic picture of me on the Lexington campus. We're in a classroom just taking care of fraternity business. And I am fully passed out in the back row. And one of my best friends, (laughs) Skylar, is posing in front of me.
1: (laughs) There are so many pictures like that, actually.
3: (laughs) I know. Living your best life. Oh, my gosh. It was nap time. I have to post that.
1: It got really bad when that Nudifier app came out, because then we could make all of the Jamal (laughs) sleeping pictures really inappropriate, (laughs) because it would make it look like somebody was naked or something. Oh, my gosh. You're such assholes. (laughs) (laughs) We're the worst.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The best kind of friendship, truly. Just assholes.
3: It is. They they are.
1: They are. Oh my gosh. Well, that's great. I don't know. um, I'll be doing Friendsgiving this year. So that's what's on the agenda. So as you're listening to this, I'm with my Seattle friends out here. What about you? Jamal and Stony, what are you guys gonna do?
3: Uh, well, we've been dealing with the house, like getting all moved and stuff. We're not quite ready to have like hosting events yet. Like, if you want to come over and get wasted, sure, because you can't really see what's going on with the wall over there. <laughs> but um, we're not ready to be hosting dinner parties yet. So, yeah, <laughs> I think we're gonna hit the road and go down south to um, see Stony's parents and family and bring Mom along.
1: Yeah, that sounds fun. Cause you guys yeah. want to host, but you're gonna get Lorraine to come um and like exercise all the demons in your new house but then she died (laughs) (laughs) we're just trying to figure it out right
3: (laughs) that's right and i haven't got to like sage it myself yet so yeah
2: well so let me ask Uh like uh as new homeowners, did you run across any real estate agents who are trying to give you like almost too good a deal on a house that turned out that people casually died there like is that one of
3: those situations? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no. So I'm actually like studying to get my realtor license. So yes. it's it's actually not you don't have to disclose if the place is haunted, but if somebody asks you about it in Indiana, you wow. have to answer them truthfully. Really? Oh. Yeah. That's so interesting. So like, um same with like deaths and stuff, you don't have to answer it unless you're like directly asked hey did somebody die here uh, because I,
2: I just finished watching um american horror story murder house um speaking uh-huh. of uh haunted houses and well, i loved how the real estate agent just kept desperately trying to sell this house even though it was like yeah, yeah like three <laughs> couples have died in the past like five years here but it's great and spacious and like yeah i i took issue with her, her branding because there are definitely going to be some <laughs> weirdos who want to like live in a murder house you know Like they have those haunted house tours that kept driving by, and like, why not collaborate? Oh my gosh, I worked with the girl
3: here um, in Indiana. My first like office gig out of the warehouse scene, and she was obsessed with like local hauntings. Like she lives in the Hannah House like apartments, and that's like historically haunted property. And she openly talks about her experiences with spirits, and she's totally into it. Like she loves it.
2: Work. Yeah. Wow. I'm like,
3: not me, girl. More for, more fun for you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Jamal's gonna be saging that house clean, girl. Yeah. Yes. All the vibes.
2: It's what was it? I'm thinking of um, Insidious with those like two like nerdy ghost hunters who like bring like a, a ton of equipment in just oh, yeah. to like <laughs> find all the spirits, get rid of them. Do want, that. That could be you guys. You'll be the gay version of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we'd be no. such a shit show. Could you imagine?
0: I can't do it. <laughs>
1: Do it, girl. You got oh this.
2: Yeah, if there are any spirits in the house, just say gay rights immediately. <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> gay rights. The
2: blood
3: of Marsha.
1: <laughs> yeah, say I'm here, I'm queer, get used to it.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. You just oh. hear this like little faint bitch like <laughs> coming <laughs> through the hallways.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Cartier I would be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I would be okay with
0: switch that switch it back to drag race <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
1: dump him girl he's not good for you <laughs> trash trash <laughs> Oh,
2: oh i would be God. here
1: for a ghost like that but i'm also not inviting any ghosts so get out of here if any, if any spirits are listening
2: to this podcast currently um you're not welcome in, in any of our houses <laughs>
3: no sorry girl night veil. <laughs> oh my, oh my
1: gosh <laughs> well we also have will here like i said earlier because we wanted to talk about queer media obviously you know we have queer artist Will. And we also are just really into promoting that, you know, <laughs> material. Um, so, of course, Will, he suggested this topic and it was really like a cool topic. And I mean, you guys probably have uh, sussed out some of at least my picks and possibly Will's picks, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we have, uh, you know, two other voices here to round the panel. So I figure <laughs> let's go ahead and start our conversation about queer media that we are thankful for as it is Thanksgiving. Yes. And I feel like we should throw it to our special guest, the Will Jameson to start us off.
2: Yes. Yes. Oh kick us off. Thank you. Um, so I sat down to like think about like, huh, queer media that I'm thankful for. And the list was so long that like, we would be here for the rest of the day. <laughs> like it would just be me <laughs> yeah. listing off all these things. So I tried to pick something I that uh, was truly iconic for me as a child that I genuinely think made me gay. Um, and that is the 2007 movie adaptation of Hairspray. (laughs) Oh. Yes.
3: Love it. I played that soundtrack until it died. Oh, Oh my gosh.
2: Girl, same. Oh, my God. Okay, so this movie fully made me gay. I was 10, (laughs) right? (laughs) Uh, So I was, like, 10 or 11 when I saw it in theaters with my family, and it was just one of those, like, hey we have a bunch of like family in town let's what are we going to see that we can all enjoy and it was hairspray but it blew my mind as a gay child i i think <laughs> i was i was vaguely aware of what musicals were before that but seeing that it just i like got it like just like that it nice. um it was so over the top so like earnest and campy um and there was yeah. some fun self awareness I think that John Travolta as Tracy's mom in that movie was the first drag queen I ever saw, (laughs) technically speaking. Oh, yeah! And so you're even getting some gender bending there. And it was it was totally also the first album I ever downloaded onto my MP3 player. That is Uh, legally. uh, Yes, of course. I was like, (laughs) I didn't know about LimeWire. I was (laughs) ten. We got you, girl. Oh we almost God. got you exposed. No, um, yeah, it's <laughs> it,
3: so shady. And
2: it's um, and I, I go back and watch it now because it's on Netflix, and there's so many innuendos that just went completely over my head, which I think is so uh-huh. funny. Just I, I have such vivid memories of listening to that the soundtrack over and over singing along to it i would like i would literally be like riding my bike around the neighborhood listening to that music it just uh, i couldn't really explain it but it it spoke to me so much
3: okay so i have a question so when i'm listening to like i don't know beyonce or a good show tune I like picture myself performing the song. Like, were you fully in that moment with hairspray? Because I definitely was oh my God, at yes. various moments. Absolutely. Okay.
2: I would, I, I, I vividly remember, like, at that age, I would, like, listen to music and think, like, if I was going to direct the music video, what would it be? Here's how I would arrange oh. everything. Here's what I would do. Oh, it was the works. It was great. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, oh, good. So I'm not crazy. Oh, cool. No, okay. you're just gay spy (laughs) did you have a favorite track
2: oh my gosh that like there's so many i i loved without love i think that's a good ensemble number i think it's very catchy i i loved um welcome to the 60s because it's just so like it's so upbeat and empowering and very body positive um and i was just grafting onto that even as a child then i just like kind of got it And speaking of John Travolta, I recently learned um, that it took John Travolta 14 months to decide whether or not to take this role and do drag.
3: Oh, yeah. I remember reading that, that it took them like a while to like just consider and just like think outside of the box and make an informed decision.
2: And like Hmm. in the interview, he was saying like, I mean, because I was part of like the most iconic musical in history, which was Grease, and I'm like, okay, girl, calm down, like stop, stop. Is good, <laughs> it's Work. good. Don't get ahead of yourself. Um, <laughs> that he was so like, what about my musical legacy? And like, whatever. But I also I feel like it's just him sitting alone in a room thinking, oh my god, am I? how can i still be straight if i'm wearing a dress if i'm doing drag like yeah, what's happening right. and i just like being a straight man seems so exhausting oh my god
1: did he admit to being gay or am i imagining that or was that a rumor for a while no,
0: there's lots of rumors I um, think. allegedly girl
2: there,
1: okay there allegedly are, sorry john travolta
2: i i will say not to stir the tea but like a little bit there is this very fun reddit forum where it's like someone was saying that he was like at a gym at like three in the morning and john travolta came <sighs> in and like was definitely hitting on him um oh my god so i i am i am not here to speculate anyone's sexuality <sighs> or impose on that but there there's, uh, there's some tidbits some little tidbits
3: listen <laughs> the signs the signs i've totally been cruised at the gym before that shit happens oh, we'll wow. have to like yeah. wait for like the jake Yonsei video to expose
1: ah. all of us <laughs> know <laughs>
2: I'm ready, fully ready, girl. Oh my god, yes! Your next collaborator, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jake. If yeah, you're listening, we love Jake Yonce.
2: Word, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do. Oh
1: I, my gosh! I also kept thinking when you're talking about like musicals and like LGBT, like I kept thinking of like the Phantom of the Opera, like as like a faceless grinder photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: gosh! Truly, truly the OG ghost, the OG of ghosting. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah i like I that. Know. sorry i just had to say that because i couldn't stop obsessing over it in my mind <laughs>
3: halloween costume
2: i mean i feel like to like yes. approach your potential date like wearing a mask and an entire cape <laughs> that's pretty gay right like yes and how
1: many You're gays like, have flame, you seen sis. wearing that for halloween too oh so. my
2: god right mm, mm.
1: <laughs> It's the easiest. You put on a pair of small underwear and then like a half face mask.
2: <laughs> the sexy right. Phantom of the Opera? Oh my god. Yeah, uh, girl. Uh,
1: don't get me started. I can't
3: with these people.
2: <laughs> is, it, is it one? I'm so curious. Is it like one company that makes all the sexy Halloween costumes? Because I just, I wonder what those, what are those marketing meetings like? It's like what like beloved pop culture thing can be like make sexy and weird, you know?
3: They're like, what childhood character are we going to completely ruin this year? for sure like, you know the leprechaun and lucky charms oh no we're making that <laughs> sexy this year sorry <laughs> listeners we're going on such a tangent but i have to share so freshman year at iu i will never forget it was halloween weekend i was walking to the library because i had shit to do it was lame but i was so impressed and baffled at the same time at this sexy little beau peep walking in front of me <laughs> Because how? Who would have thought that you could have done this to Little Bo Peep? <laughs> but at the what same time, what did she ever time, do to you? <laughs> what did she do to anyone? And at the same time, this outfit was completely snatched and proper. I was like, "Oh, works, sis." <laughs>
2: oh my god, I yes. love that.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, example.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Well, let's go ahead and um, hear another item of LGBT media. Stoney, do you want to tell us an LGBT (laughs) item that you're thankful for?
0: Sure. So, of course, everyone knows that... Is it Bayonetta?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you're not wrong.
3: (laughs) Oh my
0: god, why am I so good at this? Uh, it's not Bayonetta, but I was going to talk about LGBT and video game culture and video games, so...
3: That's appropriate.
0: Yeah, and Bayonetta is one of them. Uh, yes! But <laughs> you win, Seth. I am thankful for... What do I win? <laughs> you win nothing. <laughs> do I get a repeater badge? Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm thankful for lgbt and video games though because growing up that was something that we didn't see a lot of like i felt like it was just you know obviously you had like mario and stuff like that but it was you didn't really see like a lot of lgbt characters in that media so I don't know. Here in the last like ten years, fifteen years, I feel like you've seen more of like Bayonetta, which isn't really a, a gay character, but it's just like over the top drag queen realness.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it did and, it, it did sort of inspire Enigma. That's yes, true. Very that makes much it gayer, so. Right.
0: That is true. <laughs> Correct. Th- also, there's been games like
1: Last of Us, which that's uh, the game that you hate. Seth. i wish it was like never any of us ever made
3: (laughs) so rude
0: which features a gay character um so i'm super pumped for last of us 2 because ellie is going to be like older and i think she's going to have a relationship there was also a game called gone home which is really cool which featured like a gay character and all that in it so that was really Mm -hmm. fun but i don't know i'm just thankful for that I guess those characters being featured more in media now mm-hmm. um, for video games. So, yeah.
1: And like every male fighter in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> honey, mm. I know you weren't that Jack for no reason.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, just to ask, because I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a video game queen, but um, is Bayonetta the one with like the, like her, her high heels are also like, Firearms. Yeah, so and she like, like the, has like, the like hair suit, the bodysuit.
0: Yeah, it's like basically like a drag queen bodysuit, <laughs> and then like she just like pulls like guns out of like her
3: shoes and like shoots people. Oh
1: my god! They're <laughs> or not so people, fierce. but like things. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, she can snatch an edge. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, and Lady Gaga plays Bayonetta too. So, <laughs> Yeah. yes, she does. Oh my god, I love that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah which is so random i don't yeah. know why she did that but <laughs> yeah sony thought that he should wear it like a bayonetta shirt too when we saw enigma <laughs> just to see if she would like call him on stage
2: <laughs>
1: you could, i you know just
2: sense that, that fandom energy there
3: i would have died if she like oh my gosh
0: my problem is i always think of these ideas like when i'm at the event and i'm like damn i should
1: have done that I'm like, well, next time. Yeah. Sony also bought like an Enigma hoodie like 10 seconds after he arrived to the hotel. So. Which was like a whole, like, I had a whole ordeal with that. I think we talked about it on the yeah. podcast
0: um, when we were in Vegas. but So I won't rehash it, but
1: it's still like bothering me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh! Well, all of her all of her uh, Enigma merch is online. So if you feel like you missed out, go check it out.
2: <laughs> this is actually Wowzers. just a plug for Lady Gaga's <laughs> Las Vegas residency. We've been trying to get
1: her to sponsor us, but oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> for I
2: mean, real? step one, Ugh. poopery. Step two, Lady Gaga. Come Lady on, Lady Gaga. Yes. yeah. Okay, natural
3: evolution. We're putting it out there.
2: Yes. Just put it out there. While we're on the subject, do you all, do you all have like a favorite underrated Lady Gaga anthem that you feel like deserves some more love and attention?
3: Ooh, underrated. Oh. Oh, I do. You go first.
1: I know mine. Okay. Mine
0: is um So Happy I Could Die. I love that song yeah. and it deserves like more more fame. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: I like uh, nothing else I can say. A, a. Yes. (laughs) Oh no.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
3: That's a good one.
2: That truly is.
3: Okay. I had to make sure the title wasn't just hair, but I would just get my entire life to hair by Lady Gaga. Oh my gosh.
1: Into it. (laughs) What about you, Will?
2: I've been recently rediscovering the song uh, Donatella from her art pop phase. Oh, oh yeah, bitch. and that, yeah. that 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 I feel like that whole phase was a bit jumbled, but that song is like, if I I have no dancing ability, but if I could Vogue, I would Vogue to that song fully.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I see it, I see it. That's fair.
2: That is
0: such a good song. Art pop is so so underappreciated.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well. I mean Will hasn't heard it yet, but we like sort of nod to Mary Jane Holland from Art Pop 2 in the beginning of this uh most well the in the finale podcast. <laughs> yeah, yes, get oh ready. My God.
2: I'm so here for it.
1: We are 100% stan so. <laughs> we did not forget Art Pop Gaga. No. <laughs> All right, Jamal, let's go to you. What is a piece of LGBT media that you're thankful for?
3: So I was like, um, well, of course we did our Gay Cons episode that everybody should go and listen to. But when I was um, trying to think back to any like standout media pieces that I would consider made some kind of impact on who I was today as a gay person or like just examples to have while you're closeted. And you know, availability, like some of this stuff is on stations you had to pay extra for. So um My pick is a movie I've mentioned on the show before. It's called Trick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And it was um, filmed in 99. It's starring um, Tori Spelling. It's got um, Christian Campbell in it and John Pittock, I think is how you say his last name. But um, the long and short of it, y'all, is it's a cheesy little romantical story that takes place in new york there's a um, young composer who's just sharing a studio apartment with a super bro-y guy who's like hey get out of the apartment i'm trying to like have sex with my girlfriend tonight (laughs) so he ends up at this bar and there's just this like gorgeous go-go dancer and they make eyes and They basically spend the entire movie trying to like have a private moment and it doesn't quite work out, but it's just very sweet. And I think this is probably the first piece of media that I was a closeted queen at the time. It formed what i wanted out of a relationship or gave me hope for something that i could probably obtain or have for myself and i think that's why i'm the um cheese ball i am today it was very much so because of this movie
2: oh <laughs> that's yeah. very cool
1: i ha- i've seen it on the netflixes i have not watched it personally but it's always like been in the queue i don't know why but now i just really want to go watch it
3: uh it's just um yeah if you're a queer person with a great group of friends that are also in a performative or artistic space it's just um hits the nail on the head in so many ways but mostly for me it's just makes me think of all the trash individuals I was trying to have this moment with and it just never quite worked out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel but like we've every, all been there probably. Every time, <laughs> listen, every time I revisit this movie, that I'm just like, you know what? Yes, and I feel differently this time and here's why.
1: <laughs> At the end, Jamal's like, all the women who independent <laughs> Yes <laughs> Roll your up hands up, up at me. At
3: me. <laughs> yes, Beyonce full blast, please.
2: Oh God, truly Very cool. Get your freaking dress on. That that is the moment. Uh,
3: well, that is my one of my favorite Beyonce tracks. It's okay. so good.
2: There you I go. Think, I, it yeah. transcends gender, it transcends identity. I honestly think that everyone needs a freakum dress. Like truly
1: i have one yeah (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll put it on the instagram (laughs) oh shit i
2: was gonna say calling you out girl listeners at home they can't see the the look you just gave when you said that (laughs) which was so so great (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes.
3: Behind the scenes for Will today.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, you guys. Well, I will take over in a pick of LGBT media that I'm thankful oh, for. Oh, yes.
3: Yes. What's yours?
1: You guys, obviously, we can't make this podcast without me making at least one of my picks call me by your name. <laughs> uh, I knew it. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saw it from a mile away. (laughs) I was, I was mainly just wanted to talk about because I figured Will and I can like tangent off into like our part two (sighs) podcast.
2: (laughs) Our Timothy Chalamet spinoff (laughs) podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. Well there already is one. Have you listened to Chasing Chalamet yet?
2: Oh my god, there really is one? No. They review all of his movies
1: and like T V shows that he's in.
2: Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna get off of this podcast right now and go listen to all of it.
1: <laughs> oh well
3: there goes the show, Seth. Thanks. Oh, all
2: right, it's over. you all
1: <laughs> Gosh <laughs> Um Yeah, you guys should check out their podcast. But also, um just in general, like that movie was just like so like i don't know why like but very monumental like sort of like came at it i feel like it either the movie like caused a shift in my life or it just came at like a natural one and sort of filled the space to guide my (laughs) guide me (laughs) okay (laughs) but it was just like such a beautiful movie you know it you know great acting You know, not necessarily a gay movie because I think we could call this more like of a a bisexual romance because I think both are would maybe identify as bisexual.
3: Yeah, maybe I say like queer romance, but you know, the cheese and me, I you know, I love this movie. I don't stand yeah. like you do, but I appreciated this movie. I, I love yeah. the movie too. Oh
1: my gosh. I mainly just say bye for some by visibility. <laughs> so. Oh
3: no. Yeah. Support, support. <laughs>
1: but yeah, no, it was such a really great movie. I also really love the soundtrack, like lots of great music iconic and it just inspired me so much. I went to the filming locations earlier this year and just like lived my life basically. I know.
3: And I know there is a podcast on that, but yeah, what an experience I'm sure to see all of those spots in person.
2: I remember listening to that. I was so jealous of you. I like <laughs> I I fully had those moments where it's like like I do not have a fireplace in my apartment, but I like to put on that one song they play at the end and just, like, stare at what I assume would be where my fireplace would be located, thinking of my, like, my non-existent ex, thinking, like, oh, God, the times we shared, the loves, the laughs. Oh, man. (laughs) It's so much fun. Yes.
0: I love
1: it. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, I was also jealous because Will got to see timothy chalamet <laughs> in person and yes last week i suggested that you listen to our addiction podcast about sort of roughly you know inspired by beautiful boy but also we had will to, to speak about meeting slash seeing timothy chalamet
2: yes fans mm-hmm. might uh, might know me from that episode that was about a year ago so like wow full circle here we are you know <laughs> um, that was truly like i remember being in the like line for the QA at the theater. I was at this small little indie theater with a really close friend. And I was gonna ask him about like his like creative process and getting into character for this specific thing, but they cut the line off like way before I would have gotten up to talk to him. But like, oh my god, what a man. Like truly, it's he's <laughs> just, just as nice as you would expect, like if you've heard of on Twitter. He's like even more so. He's so down to earth. He's he's basically he's the gold standard for Ben. And frankly, the Ooh. men I have encountered have all disappointed me because of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's a lot
1: to live up to, you know? It,
2: it is. And maybe I'm, I'm holding them to too high of a standard. But I also, you should have standards for yourself. So I'm not even mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe that. <laughs> um. So when you watch Call Me By Your Name, do you find yourself relating to be more of, like, an Oliver or more of an Elio? I, oh
2: gosh, probably probably more of the Elio, because I think it came out when I was closer in age to to Mr. Chalamet, and I feel like I can relate more to the the sort of queer coming of age and, like, not necessarily having the vocabulary to articulate it uh, in terms of identity, but just, like, having this, like, instinctive knowing. Mm -hmm. So, like, that, like, yeah, there's some definite, like, queer emotions throughout that whole movie. Yeah,
1: definitely. I I feel that. I, I think I would maybe, like, identify more as Oliver just because I think I'm always, like, more unsure, like, in a relationship, mm-hmm. like... Uh, A situation where it's like, do they like me? I don't know. Like,
3: (laughs) I would totally be an Elio for Mm -hmm. sure. Yes, girl. Enough
2: said. Just yes.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. Sony's like, I don't care.
2: (laughs) No, I. I
0: think I'm more like Seth. I'd be like, this person hates me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Truly, what is what is it like, Whitney Houston? How will I know if he really loves me? Like, yes, yeah, absolutely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And and have you read fine? me yet the sequel well the sequel that's not really a sequel
2: i haven't but i've heard that it's kind of trash also from from you you said not the most memorable thing so should i should i read it should i go through the whole thing
1: i think you have to experience it if you're a like a you know true fan of call Mm -hmm. me by your name which i would think that you are so i don't know i I listened to the audiobook so i'm wondering if that influenced like my perception of what was happening in the book it was narrated by Michael Stewart, who plays their dad in Call Me By Your Name. Oh, interesting. And Oh, the dad. Yeah, because a lot of the book is his story, but it was also not... I mean, Andre said that he didn't reread, re-read the book. So, like, technically at the time when all this is going down, like, the character's dead. Ooh.
2: <laughs> so, Force ghost. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah i don't huh. understand there's just a lot of timeline issues that kind mm-hmm. of like made it confusing for me and i also don't understand andre's fascination between age difference and partners because hmm. um, like oliver's dad meets like a woman like half his age and then oh. elio meets a guy like twice his age basically who would oh. be like like 60 years some years old
2: <laughs> maybe oh, shit. Uh, okay he like because is the author straight And the director was gay, was it?
1: Yeah, Andre Asiman is straight, and then Luca Guadagnino, he is gay.
2: Okay, well, maybe he just, like, he was, like, really into this, like, older woman who completely rejected him and was like, screw you, I'm gonna go read my book now. Ugh. You know.
1: (laughs) He kind of did the, he did say that that, like sort of inspired him like the way it starts in the book is that he's on a train the dad and then a younger woman comes and like has this dog and she has to go to the bathroom and like can you watch my dog sort of thing and then they talk the whole train ride and andre said that sort of thing happened to him it wasn't it didn't happen like how it happened in the book it was more of like a like it happened and then they went their separate ways but in the book it like develops more into something so he said that's where he got the idea to start the second book Oh, oh wow
2: interesting okay. interesting so I was kind of like on the money there. So. huh <laughs> yeah you are. yeah
1: i don't know so I, I i i would suggest reading it but just don't go into it with like high hopes i thought it was going to be more of like you know maybe five years later we pick up where it left off you know <laughs> and kind of describe what elio is doing what oliver is doing what the parents are doing but it kind of wasn't like that it was like more contrived it felt like have an open mind yeah for sure all right you guys um well i will stop Rambling about calling by your name,
2: but, um... <laughs> never. <laughs> you will never stop. Let's let's be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah you're probably (laughs) right Just keep listening to the podcast
2: you'll hear
3: more
1: (laughs) um but before we move on from favorite pieces of lgbt media i know we've kind of gone on for a little bit about it but i was just wondering if you guys wanted to do like a speed round and we can just say like one or two things but not really go too far into it
2: oh my god yes absolutely
1: okay all right perfect we'll start us off with some honorable mentions okay
2: honorable mentions i have uh i have two okay so i'll just jump into it so the first one which you've all done a an episode on is a Nightmare Elm Street two colon Freddy's Revenge, which is yes. I believe the gayest <laughs> film ever made. Like if a gay director decided <laughs> yeah. to make a gay movie about gay life, it would not be as gay as that movie is. It's so over the top, <laughs> and it's so much fun. And I I like I have notes on this and everything, but like I um I, I love <laughs> how um it's it's uh the monster kind of for me represents this sort of internalized homophobia like the main character subconscious trying to like tell him something
3: Ooh. and it's, it's
2: i love that it has this sort of like it's kind of this hidden gem of like kind of researching into queer pop culture and history and uncovering something that like mm-hmm. is like frankly way too gay for the time period that it was made in which is kind of astonishing so wow. if you haven't watched that um it is so much fun please please do and the second one is everyone should look this up on their phones right now, unless you're driving in the car, in which case, please pull over to the side of the road and look it up. But um, it, um, it's a much more contemporary thing. So it is this video from the Late Late Show with James Corden of all places. Hear me out. It's mm. So it is um, MJ Rodriguez from Pose, the TV show that I love. And this guy yeah. George Salazar, who is a Broadway performer, they did this cover of "Suddenly Seymour" on the James Corden show because um, they were doing some love awesome that song. Ride. They did this LA production of um, Little Shop of Horrors. They were the two main characters, and the video honestly just makes me tear up every time I watch it because it's that's I've seen it, right? Oh my god, don't you love it? Yeah yeah
3: uh, that's great it's,
2: and I, I love that because the song traditionally has been always performed by very straight white uh cisgendered performers that it's these two people who are clearly not that who have their own marginalized identities really like establishing space for themselves and like the vulnerability is just exploding off of that stage and oh my god you feel it
3: yeah yeah it's really a moving moment yeah
2: and
1: so i'm gonna check it
2: out after we finish (laughs) it's just
1: like i have to see that
2: one video but honestly it's it's a game changer it truly is oh
1: awesome great picks will um jamal what do you have any honorable mentions that you'd like to share with us
3: um heck yes queen so um i would like to shout out old school logo show old school (laughs) not really um (laughs) Noah's Ark. Yeah.
2: Oh. Oh, hey,
3: Noah. Yeah, so I discovered this show actually later than when it came out because it actually premiered in 2005, October, and it only ran for a couple seasons, and then they did a movie to kind of wrap things up a few years later called um, Noah's Ark Jumping the Broom, which was also fabulous. But um, I like this show because um, this was the first time outside of Queers Folk that I've seen another group of queer men on screen and they were all men of color and different, Points in their life, professionally and um, socially, even you know, class levels and things like that, and they dealt with very real issues. And I think it was based in L.A., so that was fun because I swore I was going to live in L.A. one day. So, yeah, I was like, these queens have my life, so I need to get the full tea. But um the show I also discovered soon after I'd come out. So I came out September two thousand five, and I probably came across this show a year or so later.
1: Wow, that was very so, so, cool. Yeah. I appreciate it. Nice. What about you, Stony? Do you have any honorable mentions you'd like to throw out there for us?
0: Yes, I do. So for me, like, I was just trying to think through what kind of media that I really enjoyed, like, kind of growing up that really, like, helped, uh, you know, go through, you know, my teenage years and trying to come out and all that. And one of those shows was The Real World, which I've talked about a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Just that I loved, like... Being able to, like, grow up and have that show to watch when I was, like, struggling with, you know, coming out and all that, just because to actually, like, see real gay people mm-hmm. um on your TV screen just meant a lot to me. So, yeah, yeah that would be my, like, honorable mention. <laughs>
1: Okay. I can see that. I have a few also. Um, So one that's more like in the past that sort of like formulaically uh, influenced my coming up as a LGBT person is the movie series Eating Out. Have you guys seen (laughs) it? Oh my gosh.
3: Yes. I love those cheesy ass movies.
1: Yeah, it's super, like, <laughs> cheesy, like, gay romance movies, but, like, also really awesome.
2: I fully have never, and I am so intrigued now.
1: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. They're Trade everywhere. <laughs> I forget what platform they're on, but they're on one of the streaming platforms, and I think there's, like, at least four. There's so at least four. You can you probably like,
3: find them on Netflix. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, so if you go and like, light gay comedy like relationship situational oh. comedy oh my goodness fully get into it <laughs> these movies
3: uh i remember like getting like my new netflix subscription where you used to get dvds in the mail bitch oh, yeah. and oh my god yeah i definitely got eating out as one of my like first few <laughs> dvds for sure i was yes, like i need girl. some gay shit
1: so uh other honorable mentions i would say um sticking with uh visual media boy erased that was like a really powerful movie oh my Mm -hmm. god good
2: pick can i tell a story about boy erased real quickly it just came to mind so i haven't actually watched the movie but i read the book when it came out and that came out I think when I was in high school and I had just come out trying to figure out like what this whole gay thing was um, and just searching for literally any, <laughs> any possible queer media to like see myself in. And I came across this book and I read it and oh my God, it was incredible and spoke to me with a lot of these um, uh, internalized feelings and this sort of like the way in which you're viewing yourself the relationship to the world. And so mm. I reached out to the author. I sent him like an, an email, essentially fangirling, like "Oh my god, <laughs> this, I found this book at the exact right moment. This really spoke to me for all these reasons." Da 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 da. And then he responded. He actually responded, <gasps> yes! being like, "Thank oh you gosh. so much. I'm so grateful to hear about this." And I just it wow. blew my mind. I was like, "Oh my god, this is." I needed this. This was meant to be, and so that book—that book has wow. such a special place in my heart.
3: Ah, uh, what a yeah, moment! A, I love that.
1: It's such a great story. I mean, for me, it's like you know, I you know came out and had supportive parents, but it just really made me thankful for the parents that I had because you know, in the movie, it's not quite that way. So, mm-hmm. also in the movie, I really like Troy Savan's song "Revelation." Yeah. Um, So also check that out. And then just very quickly to wrap up my last honorary pick is the artist love, I think is how you say L a U V. Ooh. Yeah. So he writes these like really great bops. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I'm not, we're not sure of his sexuality. That's something that he prefers to keep private. But um, I found him through Troy Sivan also because they have a song together called I'm So Tired. Okay. And, <laughs> and it's like this really great song. It's like, I'm so tired of love songs, tired of love songs. I don't know. So it's like. <laughs> oh, you know, I like
3: that song. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, just recently, within the past few weeks, love released his record called How I'm Feeling and it's like really it's like full of really great songs and just sort of like lots of messages that I can relate to personally of like just sort of like you know feeling alone feeling happy feeling gay I, you know yeah <laughs> so
2: yeah. i mean and as, that's
1: something that i would suggest to check out and
2: as someone who is also very tired i can deeply relate to this so it's um <laughs> yeah i appreciate this content <laughs>
1: yeah yeah check them out on spotify or buy the album on itunes whatever you got to do but just listen to it repeat bitch <laughs> All right, you guys. So, of course, you know, this can't be a gay Thanksgiving without some talk of trade. So, we are going to bring you some hot, steaming trade. Ooh, the main course. Gravy trade. (laughs) (laughs) You had to to ruin it. (laughs) That was kind of uncomfortable. All right, let's go. Sorry, y'all. Trade. Oh, trade trade Hey you guys, welcome back to the hottest segment in all of podcast history. You got it. It's Trade with special guest Trade, The <laughs> Will Jameson. Would you like to please start us off with your trade pick
2: i don't think anyone has ever referred to me as trade before and i'm so honored
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it's official girl oh my god not in a demeaning way but honorary (laughs) trade pick
2: (laughs) i I love it i love it okay so i have been so excited to talk with you guys about trade i've been looking forward to this so okay my (laughs) pick for this week uh his name is james scully he is an actor. He was in that, like, Heather's reboot that, like, everyone seemed to hate. But, like, I, like, Loki was into. Um, and then yeah, he's going to mm-hmm. be in the Netflix TV show You in season two, which comes out, I believe, around the holidays. Um,
3: he's sexy. He's very yeah, sexy. he really is.
2: His, um, his social media presence, he seems very thoughtful, very sensitive. Um, and he's really, really hot. Uh, and I, what, I, what I really love about him is he's a very uh, devoted trans ally. And so, you know, if I'm going to objectify a hunk, they better be trans inclusive. So, like, we stand. So, everyone, Nina West follows him, too. Oh, my God. She knows what's going on, man. So, everyone, please check check him out.
3: I'm going to follow. Yeah, I just
1: follow. Yeah, I just follow, too.
2: (laughs) Yes. It's already working.
1: No lie. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Before we get to the next pick, just because of what Will said, kind of jogged like a memory is like another honorable mention for one of my thankful picks is uh, Laura Jane Grace from the band Against Me, who is a beautiful trans woman. And um, so the piece of media that I would direct you to is the album by Against Me, Transgender Dysphoria Blues. Um, I've suggested that to other listeners of the pod before and they're really into it. Um, But also there's a great book written by her called tranny and it's about her life and um sort of coming on that journey to realizing that she's trans and just sort of like kind of becoming this beautiful person and i saw her in person after an against me concert it was just the loveliest moment i got a picture just i don't know she like also really changed like my life because i really saw like how passionate she was about trans equality and just, you know, all that. So it kind of set me also, like, wanting to promote and, like, lift up the trans members in our community. I like that story so much. Yeah. Oh so another slightly honorary <laughs> mission, but let's <laughs> let's continue the trade. Um, On that note. <laughs> right, now
2: that we're all feeling sexy. <laughs>
1: um Do one of you guys want to tell us your trade pick? Sure, I'll go. Uh,
3: My trade this week, y'all, is um, Luis, Lucito Pin on um, Instagram. Mm. Yes, Spanish trade, Madrid, y'all. Hola,
1: this guy...
3: (laughs) 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 <laughs> wow <laughs> yes just hola. trying to welcome all of
1: our spanish-speaking listeners hola Poppy, for
3: sure <laughs> um this guy i don't know he's some natural trade he's just like very classically handsome he's got a good beard a good stash he takes good tasteful photos it looks like he's cultured he wears cute t-shirts and he plays with patterns, which I can appreciate.
0: Yeah, I like Ooh. all the pictures like of the beach and stuff. That's really cool.
3: I know, and he wears a good jacket, so if the man can dress, that's one way to get me undressed. So.
1: <laughs> oh, you know,
2: Wordplay. You know who
1: follows this person? Someone I follow follows this person. He is my Italian trade, and I think he works oh. out of the Pro Loco Crema office. Or maybe it's somehow related to them. So, like, call me by your name reference. So, like, oh, look at that
3: tie-in! Wow. (laughs) So, nice job, um, sleuth.
1: Yeah, the the uh, person that I follow is um, named Stefano, and maybe I'll put his link in there too. If you guys are wanting to follow Italian trade. Okay. Yeah. Following trade.
3: Yes, that's my trade. Um, Easy breezy, more influencer vibes this week.
1: Delicioso. I just subscribed to your trade too. So. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Winning.
1: (laughs) All right, Stoney. What about you? So my trade this
0: week is one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter and Instagram. Uh oh. Brittany Broski. She is also known as kombucha girl. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And she's just amazing. I love her. I think I love like, she just, to me is very pretty. Like she just like posts these like pictures and doesn't care. Like if the shading is or the lighting is not there. Like she's just like, whatever.
3: Well, she is very pretty. It looks like she could be like, um, no shade. Y'all just looks, she looks like she can be like Adele's little sister
2: yeah i
3: see that i see that i'm telling
0: my kids this is adele
2: (laughs) oh my
1: god (laughs) did she post her phone number on fucking instagram (laughs) wait did she
2: do you see this (laughs) no oh my god let's call her right now
1: (laughs) she like doxed herself should we call her and see if she wants to be on our podcast (laughs) i I think we should like
0: facetime her right now (laughs) danny's phone is free Oh my god. Oh my god.
1: Pressure, pressure. Cool.
0: But yeah, I, I don't I, um, know. She just cracks me up, so you have to follow her. She's very funny.
1: All right, you guys. Um I will go ahead and say my pick and uh my pick for trade this week is actually inspired by um fellow LGBT podcaster gay the 13th.
2: <laughs> yes. I oh, love, love her. Oh
1: yes. my god they uh they sent me this person and they said oh like just look at this person like you'll have your trade for next week so literally hours before we recorded this so i looked and now i'm making this person my trade they're not like my type necessarily but they are an attractive person so i'm sure someone listening will find them attractive
3: (laughs) (laughs) okay way to set
1: it up queen did I sell it yet? <laughs> um, yeah, you
0: totally sold it. But um,
1: this person uh, is was featured on Instant Hotel season two, which I guess is a show out of Australia. So I guess like now is just like this super Instagram famous person. I mean, Justin Hannon is his name, and. I mean, he is conventionally attractive. Oh you know, my god! Muscles and that like smile dark is, hair.
0: That features. smile is yeah.
3: dangerous. Oh, I like. So I feel like dog. he's worthy
1: of
0: trade.
3: <gasps> is that a rat terrier?
0: I think it might be.
3: Oh my gosh, he has the same dog as we do. <laughs> Oh, oh he's yeah, oh. I approve. A, nice nice pick, Frygay. Yeah, thanks. Yeah.
1: yeah get a I think it came from Andrew because <laughs> oh. Maddie's in Ireland. <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> get a get a puppy play date going with him. You know, you could totally uh, sit this out yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> I
0: know. They're just in Chicago. Yeah, instant hotel season three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you just have to start taking Fisco pictures of your dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh nice. my gosh well all right you guys um i think we're wrapping up here towards the end of our show so before we close out i was just wondering you know is there anything else that you wanted to bring up is there anything else we should know do you want to leave any lasting impression on the listeners this thanksgiving
2: uh oh this is like so much pressure (laughs) it's (laughs) like what do you want to leave all of them with
1: yeah um well i just want you to have your moment uh, you know thank
2: you oh my gosh um give me a minute to think of something and I'll go like, I'll go last here.
1: Okay. Perfect. (laughs) So um, while Will's (laughs) thinking, we'll wrap it up here. Um, So just sort of housekeeping business. We are taking the week off. Um, We want to give everyone a chance to fully listen to the finale episode. And then this special that none of you knew was dropping except for Will. (laughs) And (laughs) and, yeah, yeah, So we're giving you extra time to get caught up and we're going to enjoy our Thanksgiving.
3: Yes, thank you for letting us rest and in the meantime also remember to tell your friends and best Judy's and Bows about us. Um, leave us five stars, leave us a review wherever you listen and tell your friends join the party.
1: Yeah and go pay Will to design you something now. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Will
2: Jameson hit me up. I will say one thing to leave on if you're dealing with uh deeply problematic family members and just need a break just need anything to get away from them um i've been watching dragula on netflix recently um yeah which is so much fun uh specifically because there's a local st louis queen maxi glamour and they are a contestant uh-huh. season three and the show is wild like in i don't want to spoil anything but it, instead of like uh lip-syncing for your life the bottom two have to quote-unquote face their fears because it's like a horror show. And yes. bottom bought him to skydive out of a plane. Out of a, a goddamn plane. It's so hardcore. Stony,
3: Stony, and I are new Dragula fans. And yeah, what the hell? Like, I don't know what I would do. These I was like, are, what? Yeah. why is this happening?
2: They're so intense. And I, I love that the contestants, uh, they are much, I feel like it's more inclusive. They have uh, drag kings. They're very much more explicitly non-binary uh, individuals. They, they feel like they have more... Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, um, mature kind of academic almost discussions about gender and the nature of how it relates to drag and it's such a fun time it's so queer
3: yes that's an accurate assessment yeah it's (laughs) that's that was a good pick that's a really good show because we got onto
0: it as well on season three and it's it was definitely good like i'm excited to keep watching Mm -hmm.
1: very much so all right, you guys. Well, I think that we've had a, a lovely afternoon with Will, and we would like to, uh, you know, just again say happy Thanksgiving to you guys. And um, I guess until next time.
2: Bye. 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 <laughs>